You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick. And joining me today is special guest Clay Wilson, who's a longtime label artist on The Bunker almost, well, since the beginning around now, he did uh, the second record on the label. And he also has the next release upcoming on May 18th, which is his Osho EP with remixes from a bunch of friends and family of The Bunker. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But uh, for now, we're just going to get right into the mix with Clay Wilson. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio.
listening to the bunker new york on red bull radio i'm your host brian kasnick and we've been in the mix with clay wilson and in the background of this interview you're going to hear some tracks for his from his ep that's coming out uh on may 18th in just a couple weeks so let's talk about that a little bit yeah first ep in a while right the last one was i think it's two years yeah wow and you've got you've got two coming up this year on the bunker actually um so you played you played one track from the ep earlier in the set right yep that was uh, I played the jason loveland remix right and this one's this is the original right yep and then we've got a derek Plesleko remix and a Rao remix um how did you go about picking picking the remixers for the ep uh i mean it kind of just was random like i played the track for andrew a while ago yeah andrew uh, jason loveland. jason loveland yeah and it was a weird track that i felt like was cool but didn't really fit with other stuff i was working on and a couple friends were like oh this is good you should do something with it and andrew was like oh just give me the stems and i'll do a remix just purely for fun uh and then it was sick so yeah he turned in a beast did does the loveland track actually have any I think he sounds I think he used the only the snare drum. The snare drum. And the rest of it is just like his own track. Which is a pretty loose remix, but it's good. I mean that's how a lot of remixes happen these days. Yeah. In the old days and the disco days would just be like, oh, I like looped this thing and added yeah. some delay, but now like remixes are totally completely new works. Right. Um so the EP is called Osho, which I didn't think anything of when you told me the title, but now that this wild wild country <laughs> documentary has come out yeah that's on netflix of... is there any I, I and this is actually the first time i'm asking you this is there is there any connection here or is that yeah just... it totally comes oh, it from is. that guy okay. uh it, it i mean i i had no idea about any of this until like recently i've been hearing people mention it and then like uh maybe people are gonna think that that's no where... a couple a couple people that i just friends i mentioned the the name of the record to or they saw the record and they were like yeah yeah Michelle. yeah <laughs> it was named before all that came out before um, the documentary came out but yeah. you were it was named after the 
Bhagwan. Yeah, it, I mean, it all just comes from like random Wikipedia, as most of the song titles do, um, <laughs> unless they're just totally made up words. Uh, yeah, just reading about like weird cult leaders and stuff like that on Wikipedia. Uh, he's a pretty weird guy. Yeah. Interesting following. Yeah, interesting documentary. If, if any, it seems like everybody's seen it, but if anybody yeah. hasn't seen it, Wild Wild Country on Netflix, tune in. Um, uh, what else should we talk about? Let's talk about Sensoria a little bit. This is something, sure. how, how long has Sensoria been, been going now, both? Um, for those the, that don't know, he does, you do a radio show with certain creatures every Thursday on the lot radio. And then you guys also do a, uh, an event every Sunday at Jupiter Disco. Yeah. So... I don't know the exact dates, but the radio show we did, I did the first show of mine. Like it's, I started out with my own show there right when we came back from doing the Bergheim showcase. Right. It was like that February. Yeah. So the Bunker Bergheim showcase, which was, yeah, February, 2015. Right. And then. That was around when the law was starting. So I think it was around the time we started, I started on Red Bull Radio too. Mm -hmm. And then, so then like in march or something march april oliver was given a show and they put his time slot right before mine totally by chance right and so we both were like well we should just do a one four-hour show because we collaborate and like we know each other's music very well it's i've always kind of wondered about that because you guys are the only nobody else has more than a two-hour slot yeah okay so it, it was just random chance that the shows lined up and we figured we should just do that because then when we have a guest or something gives them a little more chance to stretch out or we can like play back to back for four hours or play two separate sets, whatever. Uh, so yeah, that's been going for a couple years. And then Jupiter Disco started a month or two after they opened. And so that's been a little over a year now too. I, mean, I guess almost a year and a half. Yeah. Right. So both of these things being weekly, though, I mean, that's that's a lot of radio shows. A yeah. Lot of, yeah. A lot of parties. Yeah. Uh, what a, what effect do you feel this has had on your your DJing? Because it's just by doing this this resident these this residency and this radio show, it seems like you've been just forced to DJ way more than you yeah were before then. Uh, I mean, they're both more open format things, like. Both of them, we obviously have the complete freedom to touch on dance music and techno if we want to. We also can totally not do that and play any other thing. So I think that's really interesting that, and something that's just kind of been creeping out more and more is like mixing all sorts of different stuff together. Right. And, and still trying to keep that flow and narrative like you do have when you're, you know, mixing house or techno or whatever, uh, but incorporating some stuff that's not traditionally dance music necessarily. And kind what of, shouldn't, I mean, we don't, I don't, you don't really need like banging dance music. Right. Yeah. Thursday morning from eight to noon. Right. I think it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's cool with both of those gigs where like you can do that if you want to and you also can do the complete opposite of that and like both of those places have given us total freedom to just like explore any aspect of our collection of music so the sundays at jupiter is more 
is it more of a listening party or more of a dance party or is it just kind of totally depends on the the night like sunday is so up and down like if it's a holiday weekend and people have one day off right sometimes it'll be slammed in there and then it's like yeah this has to be a dance party right sometimes it's a few people on dates and then we can like you know play shoegaze and post-punk or kraut rock or whatever and or it's, really. or it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Literally, Which, you guys are the only people in there. But the first year that, like, so the first Super Bowl Sunday that they were open, it was totally dead. And then all of a sudden, midnight hit. And that ended up being one of the highest payouts that we've had so far. Because oh. <laughs> it just got slammed after midnight. Right. The game ended and people wanted to yeah. continue getting but, drunk outside of their living room. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting challenge because you really, truly never know what's going to happen on a Sunday night. Like, it could be packed or it could be 10 people. Right. I mean, Jupiter's kind of like that in general. I remember right. we all we all went there after the gas show at Elsewhere, which was a when Tuesday or Wednesday or yeah. Thursday, something like that, and suddenly, yep. just like, game on. Yeah. Huge party in Jupiter Disco. Um, let's see what else. Uh, so you've been for the past, I mean, I think feel like it's been at least a few years. You've been working a lot as a sound tech mm-hmm. in uh, New York, which I think has led to some interesting challenges with work hours, especially yeah. doing an early morning show on Thursday and then a late night party on Sunday. And yeah. then what? Like a lot of like pretty much every Friday and Saturday, more or less. Yeah. You're, yeah. And some Thursday nights too. Yeah. Right. So your work week is basically Thursday, Thursday to Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> pretty intense. And then yeah. Then you're like, hey, Monday, well, Tuesday, when's Wednesday. When's the party sleep. on Tuesday night? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I I end up just pretty much on the couch, working on music or just like right relaxing. Well, for how those three days. I asked you how like the doing sensoria so and DJing so much has changed your perspective on DJing, but has. Um, Working as a sound tech and being, I mean, you've been coming regularly to the bunker and other parties like that for a long time, but mm-hmm. how has being a sound tech changed your perspective on maybe parties in New York and just DJing in general? Because I'm sure, I mean, yeah. I'm sure it, it must have because you're you're finding yourself in some very different scenarios. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting. Like when I first started going out, I obviously would go to parties with music that I liked. And so then you get into working sound and it's like you you don't have a choice in what you're hearing, but it's and your you job. You can't make it stop. You can't right. leave. <laughs> but it's your job to just like take a step out of that and be like, it doesn't matter what I think or feel about this. Like, what does this need to sound good? And right. I think that's a really good thing to kind of have that other perspective where just like purely listening to frequencies and not thinking about your emotional enjoyment of something. But I think that has ended up really translating into like production and being more uh, careful about like how I'm putting sounds together. And, And then with DJing too, of just thinking about like, if I'm really playing out at a club or a party, like really thinking about the production quality of the music that I'm playing because you hear a lot of people right. it's like so up and down where and I I love raw weird tracks but I kind of tend to save them for like a radio set or a you know yeah a bar night now yeah yeah there's I mean there's a lot of DJs where they'll just they're they're playing different stuff which is cool but the the levels are so I don't know 
yeah all over the place and then yeah. you're you're dealing with that mm-hmm. um and we should mention this the track that I, I think is actually ending now this is the Derek Pazleko remix mm-hmm. the oogly boogly yeah. remix I don't know what that means yeah it's, I don't know where that yeah came. nobody knows and then this is uh this this is good this leads right into what I wanted to ask about next this is the Rao mm-hmm. remix um and you guys the two of you have done a couple collaborative sets in New yeah. York recently and are maybe talk about uh, that that relationship and what's going on and what you got what the two of you have uh, coming up. Yeah, uh, I mean, we met doing sound together and had talked about working on music pretty quickly uh, after we met. And it never really happened until this whole remix thing came about. And uh, our friend Rhea, who throws events as Quo Vadis, yeah. she heard Taria's remix and was just like, can you guys do this live for me? And really freaked out about it. And oh, wow. I didn't, I we, actually didn't realize that's we what weren't, happened. You know, it wasn't necessarily a thing that, like, we were kind of working on music together, but it wasn't a thing that we were like, we're going to do a live project. It was just that, you know, she's a great friend of ours and... Well, it was a she's cool opportunity. Doing cool event. Yeah, you got to play with yeah, that was Tim like, Hecker and Demdike Stairs. Right. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we figured it out, and then, you know, kind of the set came together in an interesting way, and we, they posted a recording of it. And then since then, a few people have asked about doing more. So now it's a thing, I guess, that we <laughs> right. we have as a regular project. We'll be, you know, next up is the Bunker Gig in Detroit. Right. And, oh yeah. Um, so that's um. Wow, we're meant that was like on my list of things to talk about. So the bunker is happening in Detroit as part of well, not directly part of Movement Festival, but more as a part of the 313 Return to the Source, which is uh, essentially where interdimensional transmissions takes over the Tangent Gallery for the weekend and do a Trezor party on Saturday, do No Way Back, which is the party we've been doing together for over 10 years now, which is kind of crazy. And then for the past few years on, we started doing the bunker, the tangent on Monday. Um, so what, what are you guys going to do there? What's going on? <laughs> it's still a bit <laughs> loose. Um, Everybody, it's kind of, yeah, we're doing, I, I guess I, I kind of know, well, I don't really know your answer, but the idea is we're turning the front room of the tangent gallery into what we're calling the come down room where there will be music that's not dance music yeah and there will be chairs but we're not necessarily going for like fax era ambient right excursions yeah. either and it's it's interesting because i was just out with abby Ekveri and Gunnar haslam for actually jason loveland's birthday drinks the other night and they were but everybody's kind of like what are we yeah what are we supposed to do yeah <laughs> i'm like i don't know you've got to <laughs> it's yeah. not a dance floor well, it's, it's not also, ambient music so right. you, you've got to do something that's with Bo and Sam DJing too, kind of, that's like... They're so uh, weird. They're so they're weird. They're not going to play, like, <laughs> like you said, facts, no. ambient, you know? Pretty sure um, not. So, I don't know. I mean, I can't really tell you what we're going to do. The only firm idea as of right now is to just kind of explore rhythm outside of a grid so strictly, maybe. Like, right. it's not going to be... A, there may be moments of 4-4, but also kind of just working with ways that you can have rhythm without being like a strict repetitive thing like so much electronic music is. Right. 
I don't know. That's where. No, that's it where sounds, we're at. <laughs> that sounds right. It sounds. I mean, I think it's a. It's kind of a concept that Brendan and Eric and I came up with and have thrust upon all of you to yeah. flesh out and yeah. figure out. I think we're gonna essentially try to find a middle ground between what we know of Bo and Sam and what we know of Abby and Chris and. You know, they they all kind of do their thing very firmly, and we're still in this point of this being a new project. So it's like, well, we can just try to find a middle ground maybe and do some weird stuff that will fit with all of that. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, just to give you guys the full rundown, that's at Tangent Gallery in Detroit on Memorial Day Monday. Um, and in the, the dance room, we've got Jane, we've got all collaborative sets. One is Jane Fitz and Eric Cloutier, and then we have Function and Adam X doing a classic set. What are they calling it? They're calling it Brooklyn Beats 88 to 91. Uh, again, whatever they interpret. And then for only really this, the first time together officially and only second time ever, maybe third time ever, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing a back-to-back with Mike Servito. Uh, so that's all Tangent Gallery and Memorial Day weekend. More info on that at thebunkerny.com. Also info there on Clay's remix EP and uh, also his old EPs and podcasts up there. All kinds of information at thebunkerny.com. Before we get back into the mix, anything else you want to shout out? We've mentioned the remix EP. You've got your solo EP in the, well, let's just say fall. It's probably correct. Anything else? Mm, no, I mean, that's that's all the official stuff right yeah. now. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, let's just get back into the mix here. Got about 55 minutes left in the show, and we're going to let Clay write it out with a DJ set. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio.
to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. We've been in the mix with Clay Wilson, who has an EP out on The Bunker on May 18th. You can get more info on that at thebunkerny.com and also his appearance at The Bunker 15-year anniversary in Detroit on Memorial Day. So check that all out. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back in two weeks. And then um, the week before Detroit, actually the Monday through Friday before Memorial Day, we'll be doing a daily show. So uh, stay tuned for all of that. You've been listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Mm-hmm.